Listen to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday. It is. And we are talking catechesis today. I'm really excited. <laughs> I love catechesis. And ash- actually, I almost said a- a- hashtag. <laughs> actually, and hashtag together. It's hashtag catechesis Friday on social media. So this is super appropriate. It's almost like I planned it that way. It's almost like you did. I wish I could take credit for that, but I did not. That's all right. <laughs> Things happen. I did not it's plan cool. it that way. But I was really excited uh, about the opportunity. Joining us by phone today, Pastor Tim Dragomiller, pastor at Living Faith Lutheran Church in Cumming, Georgia. Pastor Dragomiller, thanks for joining this morning. It's a pleasure to be here, Andy, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Tell us about uh, Living Faith Lutheran Church in Cumming, Georgia. Um, We're... We're about 45 minutes north of Atlanta, and uh, about, oh, I think uh, 11 years ago or a little more than that is when my wife and I got here. We had a great little group of people in, uh, at that time, Byers Funeral Home. They were at about uh, 25 or so um, gathering on a Sunday for worship when we when we got here and uh the lord's word has been allowing his people to grow and there's all sorts of things that we've um been put into and one of those things would be developing an adult uh catechumenate as we've gone along and uh so that's uh, kind of a big part of how we are training people in god's word training them to pray teaching them uh, you know, the basic uh, six chief parts of the catechism, the Christian doctrine, and et cetera. So that's that's what we've been doing, and and it's it's worked. I've I've kind of been thinking about this for for ever since I was ordained and installed, um, and I've tried all sorts of different things. But where we are now is kind of in a in a sweet spot in terms of uh um I guess people living in their calling vocation as Christians in the congregation and just talking to people like normal Christian people and eventually people uh matriculate into the adult catechumenate. Um and uh there's there's four phases to it. The first is um <clears throat> exploration. I guess if you want to use the uh, kind of the uh, the term inquiry, uh, people, that's kind of what it is. We, we don't have any uh, pressure for people to become members or anything at that point, but we, we run that for two-thirds of the year. And um, it uh, kind of gets people um, grounded in the scriptures. And then the second phase, we call that separation. I take them into the six chief parts of the catechism. And at that point, if they've been in the scriptures for for two-thirds of a year, the catechism is more of a slam dunk. They're just kind of nodding their heads like, yeah, now that makes sense. Um, After that, we really train them to utilize what they have learned in terms of studying the Bible, uh, developing a culture of prayer, um, Baptismal identity, uh, things along those lines. So that that third third phase we we call transition, 
And we only take people into transition if they're convinced that they're ready to go towards um, baptism or confirmation, uh, which we have at the Easter Vigil. And then after that, you could... This is kind of like that, uh, you would say, the mystagogical time post-Easter, where we focus on getting them from understanding just the individual aspects of their calling in Christ, but then start to understand that they're part of the body of Christ. It's not me, myself, and I anymore. It's us, um, and gathered around the body of Christ at the Lord's altar, we are the body of Christ. So those are kind of the basic four phases. That's kind of how we do things. It's uh, it's, it's always in the scriptures, um, but then it's very conversational because you're working with a smaller group of people. So that's kind of what we're doing. How do the how do the seasons of the church year shape how you how you format the 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 catechumenate? It's extremely important. Um, you know how do how do Christians tell time, right? I think uh, in the United States of America, what are the most important holidays for people now? I think you could say um, Christmas, sort of. Um, Halloween, for sure. Uh, Valentine's Day, not for the right reasons. <laughs> um, those are the sorts of things that we mark time by, right, in the United States. Well, the church also marks time, but as opposed to marking time around kind of secular holidays or the, the secularization of um, Christian holidays, we, we mark time by um, orbiting around the resurrection of Christ. So that that pinnacle day when we observe Christ's resurrection from the tomb is kind of the point by which we spin the entire church year. So when these guys come in, let's, like for instance right now we've got um, a group of adults that are studying. They just began in on the day of Pentecost, two of the adults are preparing for baptism, and so they'll go through the entire um, uh, season of Pentecost, or Trinity Tide. We use the one-year lectionary, so the readings are always consistent, and it flips over every year. Uh, it's kind of one big sermon that preaches Christ, right? So they look at an Old Testament, they look at um, the Gospel, and then they look at the Epistle, and have discussion around those for two-thirds of the year. Then we go into uh, the Christmas season um, after Advent, but it, it's an epiphany, uh, the starting of epiphany, that we do the catechism. So the season of epiphany is when we're doing the catechism, and, and then it also goes into, like, the pre-Lent, or, you know, it's... Um, so there's that period. Epiphany is when they're learning the catechism. And then Lent, we have an enrollment of those who are convinced that what they've been learning is true, that we're teaching in accordance with the Scriptures, and they believe it, then we take them to Lent for um, kind of like the finalization of their Christian training. They're going to do battle against devil, world, and flesh. They're, they're going to be enlisted into the Church militant by baptism and their confession of Christ, and so that's when we do that. Um, Holy Week is really the culmination of everything. And so just think about it. If you haven't been baptized, you are brought into all this stuff, go through Palm Sunday, Holy Thursday, all without taking communion yet, but just taking it in for the last time um, and just be just to be thinking about the, the beauty of what this is going to mean for you. Good Friday, uh, then the Easter Vigil, um, 
which is so important because what does it remind you if you're baptized at that Easter vigil? You're, you're, it's kind of the hinge event between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. You're mm-hmm. buried and raised with Christ on that on that uh, uh, day. Um, and so they're just very uh, powerfully brought into this understanding of their old way of life being destroyed by the power of God's Word and Spirit in their baptism, that's Colossians 2, Romans, Romans 6, and then actually brought into the resurrection of Christ um, by that, uh, that same Word and Spirit. So then, you know, they, they receive communion for the first time, Easter Vigil, and then you can imagine Sunday morning, um, just the joy of that day. Um, and then that Easter season, that's when we do the um, we even have, it's, it's uh, helping the, them understand it's not about it, the iPod, it's the Wii Pod. You're in this church <laughs> together, part of a body. Um, and then we even have them go off-site to do some participation in some acts of mercy to get them to start thinking outside of um, the selfish will, but thinking about for the other. So it all, it all hinges on the church here. And then it flips over every year, just like that. We have just uh, just under two minutes left. What have yeah. you found to be the benefits of this approach to catechesis for adults? Well, um, I think, number one, we're, we're saying this isn't information. This isn't um, come get the data and, you know, um, this isn't an academic exercise. It's life getting formed around the Word of God and the Word of the Gospel. And the Word of God does it all by, by itself. Um, so, so it's not it, information. It's not information. It's right. it's formation. Right. Excellent. Man, nice. <laughs> wow, Andy. <laughs> you went my whole life there. for that. Not in, not information, but formation. I'm uh, use that. <laughs> so you know where the the word of God is is being uh, studied, and and you know they, it sounds like they're they're digging into it deeply. But that 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 is 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 really formation of the the, the faithful Christian in the Precisely. one true faith. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. Um, the uh, the other thing is giving them time to grow in this confession. It's not. We've got to wake up. I mean, it's not like you can throw an evangelism track um, on somebody's table at the coffee shop, and boom, you did your job. No, you. this is a process by which you're revealing to them Christ. Last night we were doing a Bible study about Paul before Felix and Festus and King Agrippa. These guys had knowledge of the faith, but um, we have to continue to have this kind of ongoing siege of God's Word and the mercy of Christ for them to really understand what they're confessing. Formation. time period is important. Formation, and don't shortcut it, don't shortchange it. Pastor Tim Dregemiller, pastor at uh, Faith Living, uh, Living Faith Lutheran Church in Cumming, Georgia. (laughs) Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today, Pastor. You too. Lord bless you all. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. I want to dig into that more. I know, I do too. Formation and Seasons Church here, that, wow. And it ends with a rite of vocation, which is... I want to know what that is. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, for another day. Yeah. Uh, that does it for the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO, the listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. To support the coffee hour and KFUO radio, visit kfuo.org or text KFUO to 41444. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.